What is up? What is up? It's your boy, the Polar Bear, and let me welcome you to the What the Duck podcast, the fan podcast by me, the Polar Bear, aka the Jack Attack, aka your boy, and I am here talking about the Ducks season. Gonna take you all the way through, gonna take you live to some games. We're going to the Stanford game, that's definitely for sure. And I'm hoping to make it to the Oregon State uh, game, and that we'll do a whole road podcast. I'll get on some special guests, everything like that. But that's later on. This is the first podcast. What am I talking about in this one? Well, it's pretty easy. Uh, spring. Fall camp, what I expect, and the first game with my score predictions. And I'll say this up front, so it's on the record, Oregon, I believe, can go undefeated. I don't know if they will, because we will have our hardest game first, and Washington will probably give us a tough game. And that's the iffy game. But everything else I feel pretty sure about at this moment. But we'll see. Because that's in the future. So let's get on to the first one. So, without further ado, what the duck? Uh, Anyways, welcome. So, spring went well. I like the spring game. Uh, I like that we got to see our backup quarterback. I like the mix-up of the teams. I liked the way the game was played. I liked uh, seeing a little bit of Andy Avalos' defense, though I don't think we saw even close to 1% of it. I am extremely excited to see what he's able to do with this type of talent because of what he did at Boise State with their talent. If he can do that at Oregon, and I think he has the players to do that, I can only imagine what the scores are going to be because I really believe that the defense will become another offense for the Ducks this year and takeaways leading to scores and takeaways leading to scores themselves and stops in short field position leading to the team having to punt, which is going to end up in us scoring again because it gives the ball to the Ducks, and that's one thing a team tries not to do, give the team, give the ball back to Oregon. No one wants to do that. I live in Stanford country, and that's what I hear all the time. As long as we can keep... The ball away from Morgan, we're going to have a good chance at winning. Well, guess what? Now the Ducks have a defensive coordinator who's going to attack and have the notion to want to go get the ball back to our offense. And I think that was the problem with the defense last year. We were more trying to see what the offense was going to do and try to pick them off that way instead of pressuring them, even though when we did pressure them, that's when we saw the best turnovers. Also, 
I was very impressed with the fact that we were able to keep a bunch of our staff, even though um, we lost our defensive coordinator and our safeties coach didn't get the job when he applied for it. But he decided to stay anyways, and he didn't take his ball and go home. So I got to give Haywood a shout-out on that one. I like him as a coach. I think he'll do great uh, in his position, and I think he'll make Avalos that much better, quite honestly. Uh, and that's why I'm so excited for this defense. You know, And the offense really won't be that bad this year. Now, yes, I hear the complaints. Now, let's get to the complaints, all right? And I'm going to deal with them one by one. One, people say Oregon didn't do that well on the road last year. Is that true? Yeah, we didn't do that well on the road last year. We also had more home games. And when we lost on the road, we weren't fully healthy. Now, that's no excuse. We still have to beat teams that we're supposed to beat. But that is a fact of the matter. Now, let's also address another thing. Saying that Oregon will be struggling on the road this year because they were struggling on the road last year. Makes no sense to me. It's really a poor, you know, excuse for someone that doesn't have any better criticism of the dust to be like, well, they were bad on the road last year. They'll be bad on the road this year. Mm, No, not really. Don't say that. But whatever helps you sleep at night my reply to those people if you want to see Oregon do well on the road flip on the channel on the first game and see how we do against Auburn because that will be a test most definitely and that's why I'm excited for you know to see the fall camp to see uh, the types of workouts they're doing I know um, Coach Field is getting them ready uh, in the fourth quarter program and getting them, you know, doing some strength workouts and stuff. So I'm excited to see uh, who comes into fall camp ready to ball out and uh, who's prepared to take the spots at receiver because uh, those are the only spots open on the team, uh, Really, is the receiving core was not that good last year and needs to be better this year. So, in my view, those spots are open, and I'll be excited to see who takes them because we got good receivers. I believe. I believe every receiver Oregon has is a pretty good receiver. We have some really good ones, and we have some just good ones, and we have some great ones. 
And those great ones will stand out, and they will get the majority of the playing time. And I'll let Crystal Ball sort that out, but I'll be very interested to see who those players are. Um, now, let's get to the Auburn game. Auburn and Texas will be very difficult, will be a low game. But, see, this is why I am sure that Cristobal in the fall will just get his team ready like they're going to be playing in the national championship game. He will stress to his team that that is the team that sets it off. That's the team that, you know, the SEC likes to be all cocky the SEC doesn't think highly of the Pac-12, and you know he'll use that. He'll use that as fuel to feed his players, and he's going to use that to motivate his players and to have them be at their top peak. So then when they're traveling, when they're going towards the game, They'll be more ready and better prepared. Now, I believe that Crystal Ball will focus on no other opponent in the full fall camp other than Auburn. He's the first day of fall camp. I believe Crystal Ball is going to put Auburn up on the film and say, this is our game, fellas. This is our game, and we're going to get prepared to play this opponent. Because when we prepare to beat this proponent, when we prepare to beat this opponent, we're going to make ourselves better, and we're going to train harder. And once we beat this opponent, we can beat anyone in the Pac-12. You know, so says the SEC, and the SEC has to be right, according to SportsCenter. That's just a jab by me <laughs> to SportsCenter. Uh, let's see. Uh, as for the score of the game, I think Auburn's going to do well. I think they'll score about 24 points. I think the Ducks will score 35, and it'll be 35-24 final score. Uh, so that's my score prediction, and that's a very early score prediction because I don't even know who's at our receiver position. All I know is that we have Justin Herbert, and we have a senior offensive line with Panay Sewell, a great sophomore, and we have... Jake Hansen, and we have Calvin Throckmorton, and we have Shane Lemieux, and I'm forgetting one other guy's name, Dallas Warmack. Um, and it's going to be a great game. It's going to be really interesting, and the reason I'm saying that Crystal Ball is going to put the Auburn uh, film up and basically 
put an album sticker on the door of exiting the locker room is because he's going to want them to know that they are training to get better for the season, yes. But their season starts with beating Auburn. And beating Auburn sets them up to make a championship run. And to make that one, you can't think of playing another opponent. You just have to think of playing the first opponent and making sure you can start your year on a high note. Now, will Auburn be looking at Oregon? Yes. I don't think they'll be looking at nearly as much as Crystal Ball will be having his team focus on Auburn. Saying, guys, this is our year. This is where we establish who we are. And, you know, does that put pressure? Yes. But that's when you can deal with players dealing with that pressure. And he can talk about how you prepare to beat teams like this because he's beat teams like that with playing with coaching Alabama. And playing against uh, them as a player, uh, he can also talk about. But, you know, Crystal Ball is going to have its team win. I really think that's my, that's my main crux of this issue. Because when you look at the... Start of fall camp, it's going to be really obvious that Oregon has one thing on its mind. Beat Auburn. Beat, beat Auburn. Because when you beat that, that opens up and you can get more time in the start of the year. And you can focus on other teams at a later point. you got to focus on starting out well, because if it doesn't start out well, Crystal Ball's in trouble, and I believe Crystal Ball knows that. And Crystal Ball also knows that this is his big shot, because if everyone's healthy, Oregon should beat Auburn. And the score that I gave should be, like, not correct. If Oregon plays correctly, they should and plays well on both sides, they could make this a big win for Oregon. I think it'll be close because I think Auburn's a good team and they're going to play them tough and it'll be the first game and things get crazy so you never know but I really have a good feeling about uh, this year and I just get tired of people thinking that just because Oregon did not that great on road losses 
And yes, using quotation marks for the losses, because those losses were our losses, yes. We lost those games, there's no doubt about that. But we did not lose as a healthy team. And this is a completely different team than last year. And I think that's going to be evident in the senior leadership of Justin Herbert and Troy Dye. That'll be another big thing. And it's time for guys to step up. It's time for playmakers that came here to play ball to go out and play ball. You know, go get your bag. Justin Hollins got his little bag last year. Now he's going to get more. You know, go out, do the best that you can do make the plays, and you're going to be rewarded with a high draft pick. You don't, and there's nothing much I can really say to you because you didn't go out and get it, and that's just the truth. And I spit that to the players because I care, because I'm actually a fan that actually cares about the players like, putting out the full effort. And you can see last year, sometimes players had opportunities and just didn't complete those opportunities. Now, then they have another opportunity and actually do the thing that they were supposed to do. They catch the ball. They hold on to the ball. You know, that's all you have to do, and you're good enough to make the plays because when you hold on to the ball and you make the play and you actually break things off and you go for longer and stuff like that, that means you could have done that before, but you weren't able to because you messed up, and that's okay. That's what school's all about. That's what learning the game's all about, but you're at a very high level. This is almost semi-professional. We don't pay them because the NCAA, but you're one rung down from being, and that's your dream to be a professional player. You got to make the plays if you want to make the plays on Sunday. Uh, that's all I got. Let me uh, leave you off by wishing you a good rest of your week. This has been your boy, the polar bear, a.k.a. the jack attack, with the What the Duck podcast. Anyways, see ya.